Chapter 15 of the Frithiof Saga. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Frithiof Saga by Ferdinand Schmidt. Translated by George Upton. Chapter 15 Frithiof's Viking Life. Thus Frithiof became a Viking, the sea his only home and these are the laws he made for his followers. Pitch no tent on thy ship, seek no slumber below. On his shield sleeps the viking, his sword in his hand, his tent is the blue dome of heaven. Short be thy sword, like the hammer of Thor, strike close to the foe. When the storm roars on high, spread wider the sails. The sea in its wrath fills the viking with joy, a coward is he who would furl. Wine is drink of the gods, Enjoy thou the gift, but drown not thy senses. Beware, he who falls on the land rises quickly again, who staggers here is the death goddess's prey. Protect the merchant ship on the high seas, so due tribute it doth not refuse. Thou art lord of the waves, he's a slave to his pelf. Thy steel is as good as his gold, by lot shall the booty be shared among all. Complain not, however, it falls. The sea-king himself throws no dice on the deck, he seeks only glory from his foes. Heaves a viking in sight, then come boarding and strife, from us he is banished who yields. Mercy fits him who conquers, he who lays down his arms at thy feet is no longer thy foe. Prayer is Valhalla's child, and a scoundrel is he who, ruthless, refuses to hear it. The viking's rewards are his wounds, before all on the brow and the breast are they glorious. He who seeketh ere the issue of battle to bind them no longer is comrade of Viking. Thus ran the code of Frithiof, and no laws of Odin were more strictly obeyed. Many a battle did these heroes fight and win, for there was not their like on all the seas, and soon their fame spread far and wide. But naught of this had power to gladden Frithiof's heart. He would sit, helm in hand, for hours with clouded brow, gazing out over the rolling waters. Only in battle did the shadow vanish, as with flashing eyes and fiercely swelling breast he led his men to victory. For three years they sailed the seas northward and westward, then turning south, his dragon anchored one day off the coast of Greekland, Greece. With wonder Frithiof gazed upon that beauteous land, with its noble ruined temples rising amid fragrant groves. The tales his father had been wont to tell of those fair isles still lingered in his memory like some lovely vision, a dream that was now realized. Hither had he once thought to flee with Ingeborg from the haughty Helga, here with her to found an abode of bliss, but the noble maiden had denied his prayers and shrunk from such a breach of duty and of custom. Amid these fair scenes memories of his native land woke afresh within him, and he longed to see it once again. But most of all he yearned for a sight of Ingeborg, and to visit his father's grave-mound. "'Why do I linger here in strange seas, and stain my hands with blood?' he asked himself. "'Enough of glory have I won, and I care not for gold. North points the flag on the masthead. To the Northland the home of my youth. Up, Elida, no longer will tarry but follow that token from heaven. End of chapter 15 Recording by Stephen Harvey